0: I want the widget. <laughs> <laughs> you, you enjoy widgets? Oh, absolutely. I love a good widget.
1: Welcome to episode number 19 of RSVP, the podcast about stationery and so much more. I'm your host, Les, and my co-hosts are Dean and Lenore. Tonight, we're talking about our 2017 Top 5, but first, let's talk about what we're drinking and writing with. Dee! What are you using? Um, well, I am drinking an
2: absolutely amazing ginger ale that I've never had before until right now. It's blackberry ginger ale. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's by Canada Dry. It's really good. It kind of actually tastes like grape more than blackberry, but hmm. whatever. Um, and I'm writing with a Camel HB in a Sylvine memo book. Um, I think you have one of these too, Les. I do. Um, from Keith McCleary mm-hmm. he sent recently. Um I really like the paper. Um I can't describe it. Like it's not smooth but it's not toothy. It's kind of just right.
1: Yeah. They're it's they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, smooth like the Goldilocks of paper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's me. What about you, Lenore? I am writing with an Energel liquid gel ink pen in green. Hmm. Oh. I'm not sure if I like it. I don't know. I'm trying it. Maybe one of the... Les, did you send me this? Possibly. If I never know where all the green pens come from, because everybody knows I like green pens now. It so. might have been Michael over at Leadfest. It might have been. Um, and I'm writing on my Mastermind pad, and I'm drinking Louisville Pure Tap
2: I paused for a minute. I thought that was an alcoholic beverage, but I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's their um, it's the ad campaign for the Louisville Water Company. <laughs> and they actually like you can pick up uh free reusable water bottles that say Louisville Pure Tap on them. Hmm. So yeah, how, how is the tap water there? It's actually really good. Um, Louisville is very proud of its tap water. It tastes quite good. Um, I still use a Brita at home a lot of yeah. the time, but I. Um, do not notice the taste of the tap water. It's Mm. it's good. Which, Which I mean, that's what you want, right? You want to not notice it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm jealous. Beverly tap water is terrible. It tastes like dirt. Ours tastes like chlorine.
0: If you saw the Ohio River, you would be really surprised that our tap water is good. (laughs) Because that's where it comes from. But, no, they do a great job, and it's apparently one of the better municipal water systems in the country. Mm. So,
1: yeah. Nice. Cool. little plug there. (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. So, uh, I'm, I've got a cup of water and I'm sipping an my Amer- Um, God, I can't speak today. I've been like, <laughs> tongue tied. My, uh, stutter is coming out. Anyway, I am sipping an Americano. The local stop and slop has started to carry mm-hmm. intelligentsia coffee. And I picked up a bag of their black cat espresso for Christy. And I have to say, I'm enjoying it as much as she is. We've been we we haven't brewed a pot of coffee coffee all weekend. I've just been making americanos and espressos with that black cat espresso. It is nice, yummy, 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 yummy. Very excited about that. I am writing with a 211. Um, I keep picking this one up. Like I don't I don't know why I keep because it's not my favorite pencil, which I know is heretical, but it's not my favorite. Uh, of the volumes pencils, but um, I keep picking this one up for some reason. I think it's because it's just the right size. It's reached that, you know that when pencils reach that perfect comfort stage. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. This pencil's right there for me. You uh, get, like
0: 10 minutes. It's like an avocado, right?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have <laughs> 10 minutes to open it up and eat it and enjoy it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, <sorry. laughs> My mind went to a bad place right then. <laughs> uh anyway, moving on before this becomes an after dark episode. I'm uh I'm also I'm I'm still writing in my barren fig train of thought that I've been using for show notes, um uh, which yeah. basically consists of car driving by and and the timestamp, stamp. Car driving by, timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately now, you know what um I think this deserves to be mentioned. You guys will um, be super happy out there, people who are listening to it, that you're no longer going to be able to hear the squeak of a desk chair, because I picked up a new desk chair, and my mom got gave me a, uh Amazon card for Christmas, so I was like, you know what, this will make my life so much easier when I'm editing, because I will not need to edit out the horrifying racket my desk chair makes anymore, so... Um. Thanks to my mom, who I'm sure does not listen. I hope doesn't listen. <laughs> really hope my mom. The
0: desk chair is dead. Live the desk <laughs> chair.
1: Well, I moved the desk chair because it it still works. It still functions. I moved it upstairs into the sewing room because I've been using one of those balance balls as mm. my chair for sewing. So okay. now I have a real I have a real chair for sewing, which is very exciting.
0: I've uh, been using the little folding stool that we have for our electric piano, Mm. which is actually perfect for my sewing machine. Mm. Like it's great because I'm not leaning back anyway Mm -hmm. and it's the right height and it's really stable and it's small enough that I can scoot it out of the way, which unfortunately means that my husband can't play the keyboard while I'm sewing. So I got (laughs) to buy it. But I mean, it's like a, you know, like $15. little Yeah. Yeah pipe stool thing but I, yeah i gotta go i gotta go do that because <laughs> it was it's great hmm.
1: well i'm That's... glad you got a new chair congratulations me too yes. it's actually way more comfortable too like the other one was super old so it was all worn out and starting to fall apart anyway so it's better that it's now relegated to upstairs so um d what's
2: exciting um a few things actually um I finally got that Pollux list together. Yes, you did. But there's some caveats. Mm. Um, As I was... So so what I did was I took off the blade that I had been using to put a fresh blade on. I cleaned everything well, made sure there was nothing underneath the blade, made sure the blade was seated properly. Um, I had a system down to where I would pre-sharpen the pencils with a hand crank sharpener mm-hmm. and then I have no writing to do because I'm not in school. So I essentially just kind of like scribbled down the graphite on all the pencils. So they mm-hmm. had a blunt point and then I sharpened them with the Pollux. But what was happening was some pencils that I knew weren't usually a problem were becoming a problem. Huh. And the only thing that fixed that was to make a tiny adjustment to the blade. Like, so for example, um, you know, a general's badger or semi-hex or just a regular general's yellow pencil, usually no problem. Well, it was giving me a problem to the point where it was like huh. breaking off the point or chewing the, the the wood a bit. So I just turned the screw like a quarter of the way to loosen it, and it hmm. worked fine. So I had to really fiddle. Um, so there was a discussion in the thread about what kind of blades they were now the new blades that i have actually have made in germany um stamped into Mm -hmm. them and i have some blades with no imprint and i'm finding that the blades with no imprint actually perform better so i don't know what that's about um so i don't know so i think that there's still a lot to kind of figure out, but I did make a list. I mean, there are some pencils that are legitimately don't ever use with the Pollux or if you do be prepared for frustration. So I did that. Um, I'm about to start my solo D and D campaign um, that I wrote about in my blog. Mm -hmm. So that should be interesting. I don't think I'm going to live stream or record it. I I just want to do it and then write about the experience just because Mm. I get little pockets of time. And I just think the setup for recording it and, and all that stuff would take longer than I need it to be. So so stay tuned for that. Um, I actually got my final round of funding for my research, which is nice.
1: Yes, um, excellent.
2: I originally thought I was going to need X amount of dollars, and then we decided to go swing for the fences and and, and do some research that would be publishable, but that came to the tune of over a thousand dollars worth of money that i would need so um my school approved it no problem so it'll be really cool to do something that's significant um and then finally i started playing pokemon on the 3ds again um (laughs) my days uh, so for one month i don't work i don't i don't do anything um because i work at a college so Mm -hmm. there's no you know in there's there's like winter term but that's two weeks so we don't work um so I have nothing to do, and that's a bad thing for me, um, hmm. mentally and physically. So I picked up Pokemon again. So hmm. that's what's been
0: exciting in my world. What about you, Lenore? Um, I have a couple of exciting things. Um, You guys have done, see, you guys have done two shows without me.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. It
0: was so sad. i um, voice. We missed you. <laughs> I missed you guys a lot. Well, I got to at least hear your voices.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. But, I, you know knowing I wasn't there. Um, so one of my things, and you guys, this is like, I know that the bar for what it, for this is high, but this is one of the nerdiest things that I've ever said. You ready? Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. So one of my, one of my cr- Christmas gifts from my husband was graphite, but it was not a pencil. It is a piece of pyrolytic graphite that is diamagnetic enough and light enough to float in a magnetic field. So this is really cool. It's a piece of graphite. It's like a single crystal of graphite that's grown by chemical vapor deposition, which means you heat up a very, very low pressure of methane to a very, very high temperature. Hmm. And the carbon atoms literally plate out one by one to form and grow this piece of graphite. And then this little chip of graphite repels a magnetic field. So if you put it over a magnet, it floats just above it. That's super cool. It is super cool. And actually, you just made a little science joke without knowing it, Les, because (laughs) most materials that you can magnetically levitate, you have to super cool them to do that. Mm. But in fact, the pyrolytic graphite can levitate at room temperature, which is super cool because it doesn't have to be super cool. Uh, wow. uh, I Nerd. know. So, I know. But yeah, so this was really exciting. This is really cool. So this is what we were playing with on Christmas morning. So I'll put I'll cool. give you guys a picture, but it's it's really, really neat. Um I kinda wanna pick up the piece of graphite and see if it'll make a mark on a paper, but it's also really fragile and I don't want to break it. because mm. so, it's this like a like, tiny little piece. It's like um maybe a half centimeter square mm. and less than a millimeter thick. Wow. Uh, um, And it's graphite, so it's brittle. So it's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. So that was one of my things. And um, the reason I was gone from you guys was partly because of finals and partly because my family took a trip to Rome. Spouse and Spawn and I went to Rome. And it was really, really fun. We were there for a week. And um, I hardly got any pencils, but um, I bought a couple of notebooks with these kind of you know, just pocket notebooks. I didn't I didn't spend a lot of money on stuff. But I spent some of my birthday money on a new leather bag that's mm. really nice. And um you know, it was really fun being there. So that was exciting. It's not stationary related, but it's, you know.
1: Bags, are, really bags are stationary adjacent.
0: Yeah, this is true, but this is just a giant mom purse. Oh, <laughs> it's really pretty. It's a really pretty giant mom purse in bright red leather. And um so, that was, um yeah, you know, that was really, really fun to do, and I was off the computer for a long time, which was good mm. for me. Like, my shoulders are, you know, way down from where they were at the end of the semester.
1: <laughs> I bet. Yeah.
0: I can relate. Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, we just kind of had a quiet holiday. It was good to hang out with the
1: family and all that. Mm. So, how about you, Les? Nice. Well, so Chris bought me a Kindle Fire for Christmas and I had pr- she kind of hinted at it and I'd gotten myself Kindle Unlimited um a Groupon for it that was I don't know it was like 10 bucks or it was cheaper cheaper than the usual price for Kindle Unlimited per month. <clears throat> so I have 2 months of Kindle Unlimited and I've just been reading a lot in of books just in front of the pellet stove on my new Kindle. So I've been really enjoying that. Uh, I finished the next V. E. Schwab book I was talking about in the previous episode. Um the second book in the series is Gathering of Shadows, and it was it was also very, very good. And then I read Amanda Boucher's Breath of Fire, uh, which is a second in a series as well, and uh I was not prepared, at least from the first book, for how overtly sexual it was. <laughs> um I like I thought like I picked it up it was a recommendation from I don't remember where and it um it starts out as like you know it's like it's fantasy it's you know it's a near universe type thing and um oh my god <laughs> it was it's very graphic <laughs> um but at the same time it's also it's well written and it's kind of fun is it but realistic? The sex,
2: or yeah, I don't like, want to go down a path, but yeah, because a lot of times you read novels and it's not at all representative well, of
1: what it, happens. Well, it's it's heterosexual, and yeah. um, f- yes, it's realistic. Okay, so yeah, it's not um over the top. Well, it's over the top, but, well, <laughs> but sort <laughs> so, it, of, it's over the top. Um. But yeah, it's it's realistic sex. It's not um yeah. stuff you wouldn't expect. Uh, so anyway, uh as an aside from that, it's total opposite, I suppose. I've been delving into the Kindle unlimited lesbian romance novel. Um that hmm? um, was well, I was going to
2: say is that realistic. Because that's where I have a problem.
1: So uh that like I've also so this is this is a total aside. I I want to create I'm planning on doing a whole other podcast about the lesbian romance novels, which we can, we can, because, because there's so many things to talk about here. So the one side of the lesbian romance genre is that many of them are not traditionally published. Many of them are self published, which I have no, no issue with self publishing. I'm a big supporter of self publishing. Um, and I think it's awesome, but people really need to have good editors. Um there I've gone on several rants on Twitter about some things that I think would have been picked up had the authors had a good editor. Um mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into it because they're really social justice warriory and that it's for a different podcast, but there are, some of them are very realistic and and like it yeah, it's, some of them are very realistic. Some of them are like, okay, there's no way a lesbian wrote that. Because well, that's, that's, what, that's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, you'll read it and it's written for the male gaze or heterosexual gaze. It's not, it's oh, yeah. not a realistic act, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. or like you can tell it's just pure fantasy. Like the person doesn't really understand, um, like the joke that I was telling Christy is, my, a vagina doesn't work like that. That's, (laughs) that's, that's really female anatomy does not do that. That's not possible. That's not realistic.
0: Ladies, this is a family show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm probably going to edit out part of that, but anyway, like, like, so yeah, some of it's not, uh, anyway, I'm just going to move on, but anyway, so I, I'll be hopefully doing a podcast about that, which will be not safe for work because there's gonna be some frank discussions about, what can and can't happen with female anatomy and some of it's just like, yeah, not realistic. Yeah. Um, I had something else that was exciting, but I don't remember what it was. I didn't write it down. So it's so gone. Not that exciting. Not that exciting. No. Okay. So, uh, are we ready for the main topic?
2: Yes.
1: Okay. So I thought it would be neat if, we take this, as, as we do th- most things on RSVP, a little differently. If we did a top five of every stationary item from pens, pencils, pocket notebooks, journals, sketchbooks, paint, ink, subscriptions, apps, and bags, we could fill five to a dozen episodes. So I thought it'd make us really think and choose our favorite items from all the categories and make a top five for each of us personally. And uh, I know it was a challenge for you two um d where do you want to start yeah i can start
2: and i'm not sure the format you want to go i was thinking just saying my item and why and then kind of go from there because i just i don't want it to become too long Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i think i think just just go through your top five tell tell us what it is and then why okay so now these are in no particular
2: order. Um, I wasn't sure if you wanted some hierarchical thing, but I just did five things because I can't order them <laughs> because the, there's no one, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some days it's one thing, some days it's another. So these are in no particular order. Um, so my number five would be the Pollux sharpener.
1: Hmm.
2: Even though it's fiddly, like I talked about earlier, um, it goes with me everywhere. I just really like the long point it makes. Um, and I just, I don't know, it, it works for me. And I think part of the, the reason I like it so much is for a very long time, I was only using Neon Casemates, mm. and it plays very well with those. Yeah, they, it does. So it's like sharpening butter. Like, there's no issue. Mm. So I think as I, part of my New Year's, not resolution, but plan is to, to branch out and use all different kinds of pencils, I think my Pollux will not be as heavenly as, as I so feel it is now. So that's my number five. Um, my number four is the Hinodawashi eraser. Um, it comes in several different forms. It comes in like a regular block style. And then there's like a long rectangular eraser, which gives you a little bit more precision. Mm. I will say though, that it's, prone to breaking in half because it is so long. Mm. Um, but it, it's one of those erasers that never really fails. Um, it doesn't damage the paper that I'm, I'm erasing on. It gets all the marks off unless I press really hard with the dark pencil, which I don't do. Um, and it's not dusty. It just bunches up nicely and doesn't make a mess. So that is why I chose that. It was kind of close call between the Hinodawashi and my new eraser that I've been using a little bit is the uh, Sakura sumo grip eraser. I seem it it's pretty much the same thing as the Hinodawashi, but it offers more options as far as formats it comes in. Um, I wish the Hinodawashi came in more like a like a click eraser like a pencil style eraser mm. to give you that precision. So um, that's my four. My three is something that I never leave home without even if i don't take a backpack and that's my cw pencil enterprise uh viking leather pencil case i have it in black yes it's one of those things that like well the leather is amazing and beautiful and the the little stamping of cw pencils on one side and the viking logo on the other um it's long enough to hold black wings um And I like it because it's limiting. And I know that seems weird because a lot of people don't want to feel limited. But I think it was a year ago, I used to carry a pencil roll with me that would hold about 20 pencils. Mm. And it just got so bulky. You know what I mean? Like, so it it forces me to kind of make these choices that are really kind of intentional. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always have a blue-red pencil in there for work. I have an eraser, I have my sharpener, I have a highlighter or two. But then with the pencils, I really only pick three or four because I don't want it to be too bulky. Um, so I, I like that. I like that it forces me to be very conservative with my choices.
0: Mm. Limits uh, are limits are good. I mean, limits yeah. can be really beneficial. Yes. And limits can stimulate creativity. So... No, yeah, absolutely. Say bravo.
2: Um. Because carrying around 20 different pencils, I mean, like, I'm not going to use all of them in a week, so why carry that heft? And especially as a student, I already carry a lot of stuff. So so my number two, I kind of... I had a hard time here, because I had something else, and I deleted it. Hmm. Um, I had the Baron Fig uh, Guardian here, but I won't talk about that, because that's not on my list. Um. (laughs) It's my real quick, it's it's a really great I use it as a wallet. I really like it. Um but it it does its job, but it doesn't really like stand out to me as much as other things on this list do. So my official number two is the Platinum Preppy highlighter pen.
1: Oh yeah. Um, hmm.
2: Les actually gave me one, a yellow one, over the summer, last time we hung out. Did I? Yeah, I, I remember. We were sitting. We were in, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> we were sitting. It was hot. It was so hot that day. And we were sitting on those rocks.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Like, trying out different things. And you're like, yeah, you might really like this. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, And this this highlighter has taken the place of my Stabilo Boss highlighters.
1: Those things are they're just the best. They really they're, are just they're amazing. They're super,
2: super bright. I love that. They're a little wet which can Mm -hmm. be a problem sometimes, but I don't highlight and turn pages quickly. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so it has time to dry. I like that they're refillable, um, and they're compact, you know, because my, my Stabilo Boss highlighters are great and all, but like, they're kind of awkwardly shaped and, you know, they're, they kind of take up a lot of room. Um, so, so yeah, the Platinum Preppy highlighters are definitely my like sleeper hit of the year. Mm-hmm and i only used the one you gave me because i forgot my stabilo boss highlighters one day i wasn't even going to use it really yeah so
0: yeah you were machine, like i did an entire review about yeah, highlighters I know. I know what i like
2: yeah <laughs> no and and the only issue i have with them is they i
1: actually ran out of ink oh um, well bring it but, with you and i will yeah. refill it for you oh i drop it for you oh that
2: will be fun i and yes i need to see you soon so yes. that will be that will be good. My number one is a no-brainer: <laughs> beloved neon casemates. I haven't really talked about them lately because I haven't oh. used them because I've been using other things. But it kind of checks the boxes: cheap, neon, they do their job. Um I mean, you can't really go wrong for ninety-seven cents a dozen.
1: Mm.
2: And the fact that it's all but positive that they're made by Natraj or Another Indian Hind- pencil company. Hindustan. Yeah. Um, that's what I meant. Um, they, like, you're getting a quality item that would normally get overlooked. Now, it's important to note that they're not called casemates anymore. I don't know why they did this. I think it's silly. They're now called penning gear. The, the Walmart line, the casemate line, is slowly switching over to penning gear.
1: Um, I wonder if there was a trademark lawsuit yeah because casemate is a thing like isn't
2: that a brand of like something something like it it resonates with me more than just the walmart brand
1: yeah yeah where
2: I heard it I don't perhaps know. but yeah so so I will always call them neon casemates but it's it's petning gear so if you decide to go there And do not, do not get the round ones. Get the hexagonal ones. (laughs) Um,
0: The round ones... You just look for the ones that are made in India, right? Exactly, yeah. Because the
2: round ones are made in the Philippines. And for some reason, like, they're not even... Like, I bought one pack just to kind of see. Half the leads were shattered. So I would sharpen and the entire lead would fall out. Um, And yeah, just really bad quality control. I'm thinking that the Neon casemates were the Nataraj Neon, like, seconds. hmm Yeah. So, about a year ago, maybe even two, I did a comparison between the Nataraj Neon and the Casemate, and there was very little difference.
0: Yep. So so that's my list. Um, Short and sweet. What yeah. about you, Lenore? Did you say Lenore or Lou? I mean, not less. Lenore. Lenore. Okay. <laughs> Drifted out there for a second. Uh, So Casemate is, apparently, they make... um iPhone cases like phone cases that's where So yeah there is a yeah. company that does that and of course one of the hits that came up was about how people are um, getting like, their their glitter phone cases are breaking and getting oh yes liquid on them and mm-hmm. you know like somebody who was sleeping with her phone like it broke when she was asleep and she got terrible burns on her skin from Ooh. sleeping in it so because I know what's in that right. stuff. Great. Right? Yeah. I'd change my name too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Limiting this to five things was really, really tough. Um, mm. and I want to say that some of the things, there's like, there's a lot of things that I really like that didn't make the list. And some of the things that I use the most or that I kind of really did like obviously did not, um, did not make the list. And we should actually just do a like, little quick list of runners up, just some other things that mm-hmm. happened that we liked, you know. Um yeah. without talking about them too much. Um so my number five in a tough field is my OSPEN whiteboard markers. And if anybody um uses whiteboard markers on a regular basis, I would really recommend these. And um they're the refillable whiteboard markers. They have a fairly narrow metal body. They have replaceable tips, and I got some new tips and some new markers actually, uh, in my stocking for Christmas. Um, the, uh, black, red, and blue ones I got, and they are, they're a really, really solid tool, and there's a lot of benefits to them that I didn't really think about. When I was focused on the, you know, I want to use less plastic. I don't want to throw stuff away kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, they're really great. I really, really like them. So, um, I'm gonna, Les, I should see if you want to throw an updated review on, uh, Comfortable Shoes Studio.
1: Absolutely. Cause yeah, I anytime. could write
0: a, I could write an update for that, um, with some pictures and changing out the tip, the nibs and stuff like that. Um, number Four was and this again, so I put this list first first I put my list together and I realized it was really barren fig heavy as it turned out. <laughs> and now they just have a lot of different stuff mm-hmm. that I really liked this year. So I limited myself to only two, um, no, I picked my one barren fig thing. <laughs> liked the most, and like I left other things off the list. So I should say that you know Baron Fig would have been all over this list. Um, the Field Notes dime novel, I really liked um, the execution of it. It was a really fun idea, mm-hmm. and I thought that was you know. And I, for all the you know for all the problems with Field Notes, I they, I mean I think they had a solid year. They campfire was. Oh, that's my I really, one of my really, like Campfire. And, um, the resolution I haven't really cracked into just because it came at a time when I was really busy and I haven't, you know, I just haven't kind of gotten back to it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I really like the dime novel. I think that was kind of their top thing for me this year. And I haven't got the Haxley ones yet. I do want to do that because I love glow in the dark things. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um... My number three is the barren fig thing that I picked to go with. And so I like the squire experiment. I like the clear sky. I use the mastermind all the time, but um, what I picked to put on the list was actually my backpack, and I, I love it. I've been carrying it for you know whatever. How long has it been? A month now, mm-hmm. and I like it more than I did when I first got it. It's the perfect size. It fits really well. It carries what I need it to carry, and um, and I'm not overloading it with stuff and leaving stuff in there like I tended to do with my – I've been carrying a Think Geek backpack of holding for about four years, and it's big, which was good at the time I bought it because I was carrying – I was frequently carrying clothes with me uh, to school, you know, because I would be changing to go to something else. Uh after school and I'm not doing that anymore so I don't I don't need all that space Mm. and so now what happens is I put stuff in my backpack and then I just carry it around for like a week before I notice again take it out so you know so that was not good and I don't do that with the Baron fig one because it's just the size for the the stuff I need so um and I like the gray uh I had signed up for the charcoal gray and this is kind of more of a it's very very neutral color, kind of a sand camouflage color, um, the the gray, and it's really pretty. It's perfect. It's just perfect for me.
1: Hmm.
0: And neither of you guys got any of the bags, right? No. Yeah. Um. My number two is about. Uh, this was this was the slot for CW pencils, mm-hmm. actually. Because they had kind of a big year. So they got their new store. Yes. Which, you know, now that they're open, I can say this. I was really worried. <laughs> mm. Well, me too, because of New York. I mean, yeah, things aren't yeah. cheap there. Things are tricky. It's hard to find a spot. Yeah, it's really hard. And something like that could really damage a business to the point that they you know, they might not be able to recover from it. So I'm thrilled that after all the difficulties they had, they were able to actually reopen and, um, you know, and seem to be doing okay. And Caroline's book, Pencil Perfect, came out this year, mm-hmm. which is huge. And then the, the new pencil box. And, I you know, we've talked before, uh, we talked early on in one of our shows about kind of the created, subscription versus the curated subscription Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I really enjoy the curated subscriptions because it's it always has some stuff I haven't tried and it always has some stuff I haven't heard of and some stuff that I kind of meant to try and haven't gotten around to yet so I really enjoy those curated subscription boxes and I I like it uh, opening them with my daughter Mm. (laughs) that's really fun (laughs) So, um, yeah, so that was my number two slot. And my number one slot in the best of 2017, and, you know, Les, you can edit this out if you want to, and I'll (laughs) pick something else. But it's RSVP.
1: (laughs) Because
0: I am so happy to be part of this thing and to be part of the group for this thing because it just, you know, it's brought together – it's brought together a really, really fun group of people, and I don't mm. mean just the three of us. I mean, like, the Facebook group and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the other interactions, the kind of extended interactions that we've had with um, other blogs and podcasts, and it's just, it's so much fun. So, that's one of my top things for this whole year. Aww. So, I love you guys.
1: Oh, man. How no, do I you top that? that? Out, tell me I'll
0: I know, right? No, no,
1: no. No, we're not taking no, that out. Okay. So that was good. That
0: was I don't
1: good. Don't want to good. be all self-serving no. in it or anything, no. but That's it's not just... self-serving. I don't think, is it? No. 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 no, no. 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 So there so, you go. So go, Les. Uh, all right. So how do I, how do I follow that? You just start over, baby. <laughs> All right, so um, my number five, I decided um, when I was making this list, I was going to stick to things that I use regularly instead of just things that I really want to love but don't use. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. yes. All right, yeah. so my number five is the Pentel Alloy Pen. It is super affordable. I carry it my personal dairy, daily carry every day you know i had some misgivings about the soft knock but i've really gotten used to it it's a really comfortable inexpensive i mean it's a ten dollar pen um and it just works every time i grab it it works i can stuff any gel refill into it and i click it and i go i use it every day at work plus it's cheap enough that if another one of the therapists swipes it i'm not gonna cry I might get pissed, but I won't get. I won't cry. <laughs> um, and then similar to the alloy, I picked out another thing that I use almost every day. My clear extra fine Pilot Kakuno. Oh yeah. It's okay. just yeah. It's a workhorse of a pen. I switched it over. I modified it so it's eyedropper mode. Um, I filled up the two holes in the back of it with E6000 glue. Which if you guys don't have a tube of E6000. Everyone should have a tube of E6000 in their home because it's amazing glue.
0: Okay, uh, is that one of your five?
1: No, no, no. No, that's, that's an aside. That's me being so tangential.
0: Actually, I need to be tangential about that for a second because I almost called you from Joanne Fabric the other day <laughs> <laughs> to ask you if the E6000 is washable can you use like for fabric that goes through the wash?
1: I don't know, I've never tried. Um I have used it. I use it for my patches. I glue patches onto my bags with it. Right. Um but I've never had to wash one of those bags. They're all of the bags that I use it on are sort of hose off in the tub type bags. Right. And it survives that. And okay. it survives well, Spawn
0: wants to have some patches on her um like decorative patches on her leggings and jeans. And, of course, all of the jeans that you can buy for little girls now have have, um, stretch. Yep. So I can't use high heat. Oh, because it'll Um, melt it. Right. So there's iron on patches, but I'm really afraid of wrecking her clothes.
1: There are other glues that are specifically made to be washable. Um, I think E six thousand does one, but there's also one that they make that is an iron on, so you don't want that. It's got kind of like a white off white color, and I find it a giant pain in the butt to work with. It doesn't work very well. Um
0: So what is that? Like you put the glue on and let it dry and then you can
1: iron yep, it? Yep, and then it irons on. Uh so don't, if you were making patches. Yeah, don't the, don't far. yeah, don't I get see. that one. Okay. That one's awful. It doesn't work well. Um but I, I would have to look at the craft store to give you a better answer.
0: You know, I might just try it. But, um, yeah, if you know of anything, you know, tell me over the next
1: little bit. Yeah, of course.
0: Thanks um, for the
1: tangent. No problem. Um, so, yeah, so the Kakuno transformed into eyedroppers. is my number four. I, it holds, I think, three or five milliliters of ink. And when I, u- when I was using just um, cartridges – I was going through two cartridges a week, which is like a milliliter and a half. So now instead of having to refill it every week, I refill it every other week. Nice. So, yeah, it's, it's super helpful. Um, and then for number three, I picked the Berenfig Confidant. Uh, the new line, the limited edition with the debossing and nice colors, just makes me super happy. I, I'm tied here between the Metamorphosis and the Raspberry Honey. Um, the Metamorphosis I use as my, my book book and j- journal for reading, whereas the Raspberry Honey is my work Bible. And number two, this is where it got really tough for me because I really wanted to pick something that I lo- love um and part of me wants to just pick one ink but I'm gonna highlight the Australian ink company Robert Oster or Oster their line of sheening inks is just unbelievable there's this one ink called Fire and Ice it's kind of a turquoise and then it sheens red in certain lights and then they have one called Walden which is a deep dark teal with a red and gold sheen on it. So you like, you're looking at it at one angle and it's like almost black. The teal is so dark. And then you, the light shifts and it's like almost glows red. It's beautiful. So yeah, I went with an entire line of ink because I couldn't just pick one. And then, yeah, well, you know, and then, so my last one is also sort of like a trend and I'm going to call it the rise of pencils from India. Um, <laughs> because I think in like just this year, people started talking about all of these wonderful pencils from India uh, and yeah. where we had never really talked about them before. They just never came up. So yeah, I think,
2: um, that kind of started with, uh,
1: Leadfast. Yeah. And Mike. then
2: the Curios box.
1: Yep. Speaking of which, I this goes into that, but I picked up a box of the Curios pencils. I don't yeah. know if I've talked about that on here, have I? No, I don't think so. Um, they're pretty beautiful, and the core inside is very similar to the um, not the right, the neons. And, oh
2: boy. Yeah.
1: Sorry. So except they're natural. But they've got a little bit of a finish. It's not a very thick finish or lacquer. Um, I really like them. I really like them a lot. Um, So anyway, yeah, like those, the Curios pencils, the Nataraj Metallic, the Tricone, um, the Marble, the Pop and the Joy. And then also you've got, on the other side of that, the Dom's pencils, Mm -hmm. which are a little higher end than the Nataraj or um, the Apsara um, mm-hmm. but they're all really nice. They're all from India. So the rise of the pencils from India is my number one pick. Um, and I, I did don't go hierarchical. I, I, that's just that's my okay. favorite thing this year. Um, so Lenore, you wanted to talk about like runners up. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah, yeah, up. We don't
0: have to like go into it, but we can just list with no particular, uh, if you want to, you know. Well, I, yeah. I want to know what what are your runner-ups. Um, so I love my preppy with the Ackerman ink in it. Mm. The preppies are great. Uh, that I've been using that for grading all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I got the Staples Post-it Treasure Box when it was on sale for 50 bucks. Nice, and it's awesome. And having shopped for actual Post-it notes, mm-hmm. um, you know, and seeing that basically any package of them is going to be $5 and up when you buy them by the package. Um, mm. that was really fun, you know, and, uh, definitely worth the 50 bucks, you know, uh, especially given that it gave me gift currency and stocking stuffers as well as stuff that I use a lot myself. Mm. Um, um, Some other stuff from Baron Fig. I love the Squire experiment. I love the um what was the one with the ghost on it? The insightful specter. The Spectre. I mean adorable. And I love writing with it. Mm. Um I got my Squire my Kickstarter Squire and the Fig Wine. And it's just it's just a gorgeous piece of work. It's so pretty. Uh the Baron Fig Clear Sky, the Baron Fig Mastermind, um Good stuff from there. The Ada Lovelace pencil. Hmm. Really cool tribute. Um, And uh, the Comfortable Shoes Studio Corner Rounder. (laughs) (laughs) That was, you know, that was Uh, a big moment, right? In 2017. Yeah. Oh, and I've got a, um, I bought myself a
1: Fire King Jadeite Green Giles mug. Yes. Yes, I did. Very good. Did you, did you get the C handle or the D handle? Uh, this one's the D handle. I was going to get the C handle, and um,
0: between when I started looking at it and when I went to buy it, somebody else bought it out, which was fine, because I don't think I would find the C handle to be as comfortable in my hand.
1: Mm. Mm. And I want to use this thing. I love mine. That and my milk glass. You weren't... Did, I, did, we talked about it on the podcast. Someone stole my um, milk glass at work. What? Yes! Whoa! Yes! I uh, I went into work, and I put the... my. I have... It wasn't even mine. It was like some, someone had donated this white milk glass to... Uh, when it was a senior center, and it just stuck around for years and years and years, and I was using it constantly. And I put it in the dishwasher, and someone stole... My milk glass, and it had become mine by proxy because I was the only one who used it. Someone of stole course. it. Someone stole it. So upset. You so have a dishwasher have, at work? Yeah, we have a full kitchen. Wow. So do we.
0: Where do you work, Lenore?
1: <laughs> we we I'm have sure a, there are kitchens,
0: but there's not one in the chemistry department. That would be dangerous.
1: Yeah, we have a full break room downstairs, and then upstairs where I work, we have a full kitchen because they used to do... Um, food prep for the clients when it was a senior uh, center. Got it. Yes. And they would also do, um, cooking groups. So we don't do that anymore. Although I do think doing some nutrition groups would be super helpful for the clients. But that's outside of yeah. my purview. Um, anyway, what about you, Dee? What about
2: your runner-ups? So, um, I mentioned it. Earlier, the Baron Fig Guardian mm. uh, Vanguard size. I use it as my wallet now. I was in the market for actually a new leather wallet, and this just kind of happened to come up. And I was I was using it for a review. I wasn't going to keep using it. I was like, well, let me try this out for about a mm. month and, and talk about it. And it's become my wallet again. Um, it forces me to be minimalistic because it only has two slots for cards a larger slot for like cash or receipts and then you can put you know, a Vanguard in it. Right. So and I love yellow. So it's that like goldenrod like yellow. Um and it's wearing in very well. I mm. it the edges got a little dirty, but dirty's good for me. I like that, you know, when you have any kind of like everyday use item. I'm not worried really about like keeping it perfect. Right. Um also uh plumbago, the uh
1: Good call. Yeah. Absolutely. The
2: erasable uh zine. I really like how it's progressed from issue one to now. Um I've really been enjoying watching that progression. And Mm -hmm. the the next one should be coming very soon.
1: Yeah, I'm looking Uh, forward to that. I pre ordered. Yeah, me too.
2: Um so so Plumbago is uh one of them. And Field Notes Campfire, which Lenore had brought up before. It was probably my favorite Field Notes edition. this past year Mm. um i i just really like it it's just aesthetically pleasing for me um and i like the graph so that was
0: kind of a no-brainer
2: um i feel like there was something else i guess it wasn't important
0: well i forgot to mention any write notepads and i had um what i i had gone onto the write notepads website to look and see what this year's editions were and what my favorite was and I kind of like couldn't decide and then I kind of forgot <laughs> to make a slot just for all huh? of them so this year we had the Chesapeake mm-hmm. fingerprint the Samuel Morse and then the Goldfield Goldfield the new one mm. so they yeah. already uh, they also had a really good year
1: yeah. yeah absolutely like
0: those are four very solid offerings they were so nice
1: I I you know what? I just love how the fingerprint print looks. It is such a uh it's such a print nerdy thing. If you yeah, think, yeah, yeah you have to be a print nerd to understand how it was made and how awesome it is. Yeah. I think I think if you're not if if that's not your thing. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you have to wire brush the dowels, the dowels all have to be the same size, and then there's a certain amount of precision in getting that red dot in the exact same spot every time. Yeah. Which is just, I don't know, I dig it. I also dig mid-century mods, so that makes me happy, you know, like, <laughs> that, that call-out to that mid-century modern look. Like, if if I could get a print, like, a big print of the covers... That was mm-hmm. like you know twenty by thirty. I would frame it and put it on my wall.
0: I I I feel you there. I I mean I love the look of them, and I know that the 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 right notepads binding isn't your favorite. Yeah. But um, I really like the look of them. I thought it was a very very solid um mm. design. I thought it was really you know they they I, and you know like a lot of things. It was a little bit polarizing. Mm,
1: I get yeah. that. Have you um. You, um... As a tangential aside, have you guys ever seen any of the prints that people make by going out into the woods and where a tree has been cut down? They wire brush the stump and then Mm -hmm. roll out ink onto it, press paper onto the stump, peel it off. That's what those little, little circles look like to me. They remind me of that. Um, Whoa. I'll see if I can find a link to someone that's currently doing those stump prints. It's a big thing up in Maine. You can usually find them at tourist places and things like that, but they're gorgeous. It's all, you know, it's like this black ink and you can see the rings of the tree and I don't know. I always find them gorgeous, but anyway, that's a tangent. Um, we got, time. We, we got, we, we got tangents. Um, was that was that it for runners up for you, D? Well, yeah, one Illinois? thing I,
2: I remembered, um, the Casemate notebooks from Walmart.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
2: I have, fifteen of them right next to me here. <laughs> um, they were really a workhorse this past semester. Mm. Um, the paper's really great and they were a dollar. So. Mm.
0: That's oh wow, yeah, yeah. I um, th- I was thinking actually as we were preparing for this, I was thinking about less doing the. Incredibly deep dive on, um, (laughs) composition books. Mm. This, you know, just doing all of those comparison on comp books. Mm -hmm. And then the, um, the Baron Fig comp book coming out, which was so beautiful.
1: They did that for me.
0: They did. (laughs) They did
1: that for you. Uh, What about yours, Les? so um one of the things that I, I struggled with putting this on my list, um, because it is something I literally carry with me every day, but I didn't, I don't know why I didn't, is the Sinclair pen and notebook case by Nakako. It is a perfect way to carry three pens or two pens and a couple of pencils that are, you know, around Steinbeck stage and some notebooks and a couple of three by five cards. It's just a really great put together minimalistic thing you can stuff in a pocket. Uh, so that that was something that I it almost it's it was like number five and a half you know.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. And then there was you know I I thought about putting the right fingerprint on there because I loved the cover, but the fact that I can't get past the pure binding I couldn't put it on my list. Uh, and then another barren fig thing for me is the 2018 planner. Um, I started using it about three weeks ago for work, which means I can never show it on the internet again. Um, and it's just really, it's working out really well for me. I've got the rubber stamp going for the times on the inside. So I have to keep track of what I do for groups and on what day. And then I have to keep track of my clients in the afternoon. And it's just, it's working really well for that. It works, you know, pencil feels great on it because it's, it's basically a confidant with special printing. Um, that's just been making me super happy. And then touching upon those composition notebooks you were, you were bringing up, Lenore, is the probably sleeper hit of composition notebooks by Studio C. The, Paper in them is fabulous. The covers are kind of goofy and childish, but super sturdy. So, the uh, Studio C composition notebooks. I don't know why I didn't put any, I didn't, you know what? I noticed I don't have a lot of paper on my list. I went with more writing utensils. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so those are my runners up. So I want to take a moment to thank everyone for the supportive words on the website and Facebook group. It's, you know, we say this every week. It's really wonderful to get so much support from everyone. And I just want to give everyone who continues to support us, who's joined the group, who's commented, who's, uh, um, you know, subscribed to us on iTunes and all the other podcatchers. Thank you. Just thank you so much. Um, And I think this has been a really interesting year for us. You know, we're on episode 19. We started this summer. And 2017 has been a whirlwind. We've done a lot of interesting stuff with the group. I think we've had amazing discussions. And we've gotten nerdy and intellectual. We've talked about social justice warrior stuff. And we haven't, you know what, I expected to get some hate. I really did when we, yeah, yeah that's why i held back in the beginning yeah me too um and i really expected to get some hate around that but we haven't and i i think that just you know says a lot about the community as a whole is that we tend to be respectful wonderful people and i think that comes out in the people who are listening to us and commenting and supporting us so i just i i've been really floored by that um and also, you know, I think the the most interesting change is that we're we're gonna add interviews to the mix, and you know, not not to I'm not gonna get spoilery, but we have some fabulous interviews lined up in the upcoming months, and I'm really looking forward to interviewing people and having you guys on there with me as we talk with people, um, and kind of expanding the stuff that we do on RSVP, and. I'm really looking forward to 2018 and what it has to offer for the group as a whole, not just for us as podcasters, but the group as a whole, because I think that's really where I derive a lot of my inspiration from. I love the conversations that we have as a, as a trio, but I also really love the conversations we have with the Facebook group and people on um Twitter too. As much as I struggle with using Twitter as a person, um, I've had some really fabulous discussions with folks on Twitter around all of the things that we're talking about in the podcast. So, yeah, it's been it's been awesome.
0: Yeah, it has. Yeah, been. I have gotten so much. <clears throat> but it's so nice to have that group of people to ask questions to and throw things out to. Yeah, that's been just huge for me. Um, you know, I, it's where I get answers really fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for things that make my life better. So,
1: mm. Yeah. All right. So you can find the podcast online at RSVP stationarypodcast.com. You can find me less at comfortable shoes, studio.com, Facebook at comfortable shoes, studio, Instagram, and Twitter at original. L.C. Harper. D. where can we find you? You can find me at theweeklypencil.com,
2: on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Weekly Pencil. Lenore?
0: Well, you know, you can theoretically find an entry for me on Twitter and Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> at Lenore underscore Hoyt, and, you know, there's an Instagram thing, but you're not going to find me there because I'm not there. Um... <laughs> just my (laughs) accounts um i'm mostly facebook uh you can find me through the rsvp stationery podcast group or through the erasable podcast group
1: all right thanks guys thank Thank you you so much hey and happy new year happy new year yeah (laughs) bye bye